Momo and Redman are the thong slappers. They're two blokes making lots of noise but getting nowhere fast. G'day everyone and thanks for joining us for our Thong Slappers short story series that we call To The 60. Number 24, she's pretty close to my heart. It's actually one that I wrote for Street Machine magazine. It's called Losing Your Bearings and anyone who knows me really well will know that I'm pretty mentally defective sometimes when it comes to just doing the basics in life. Anyway, I hope you can enjoy it and even more so, I hope that people can relate. It'll make me feel a bit better. Alright, cheers. Losing Your Bearings, written by Simon Major. Simo finds out that his brain is often the last place he looks for it. I'll happily admit to being a few stubby short of a six-pack. Over the years, my pea brain has got me into all manner of strife, often with results that have cost me plenty of time and or folding stuff. But it's my habit of checking the simple, most obvious things last that has often led me to questioning my sanity. Recently, for example, I spent a couple of days losing my shit over why I couldn't get a shiny, glossy finish on a BMX frame. It was only after spraying a 3mm thick layer of clear coat that I noticed the can said satin. Then there was the time I had my Valiant hardtop on the verge of being in pieces out front of the local video shop. I had waltzed out of the store with a copy of Naked Gun 2.5 to find the old Hemi 265 was refusing to fire. There was fuel squirting down the carb, no problem, and I just robbed the tail light wiring harness to hotwire the ignition when the obvious dawned on me. I'd happily engaged, then completely forgotten about the kill switch I'd wired in early that very morning. Or how about when, as an apprentice mechanic, having completed a rebuild on a wide-body Camry auto transmission, I ran the shift solenoid wiring down the wrong side of the valve body, connecting it back to front, drove it up the road shifting third, second, first, from a standing start. Yep, it selected first gear at 50 k's an hour. And then there were the times, yes, plural, times, that I'd been hammering the crap out of the rear brake drums in an attempt to get them off, only to discover I still had the park brake on. Sadly, this all pales in comparison to when I couldn't get the bloody interior light to go out in my better half's daily driver. I shut and reshut the door and boot repeatedly, and even started pulling the door switches out to test them. Any normal person would have just switched the interior lamp to off and been on their way. And when I finally gave in and chose that option, I discovered the interior light assembly was in fact merely just switched to on, not door. But sometimes there are just those curveballs that you'll never see coming. And no matter how smart or silly you are, they will sit you on your ass. My shared passion along with cars is BMX bikes. Vintage BMX if you want to be pedantic. But I prefer the denial path and choose to think of them just as the bikes we rode as kids. I'm far from being alone in my twin passions and I have met a heap of car folk over the years who have loved their old bicycle motocross as well. Not surprising really, as that's where many of us learned to tinker. So late last year I was building a couple of bikes for the SEQ BMX show and was on the tail end of a mongoose moto mag project. The BMX world is just about as crazy a purist scene as the modern elite hot car scene. But as usual I stuck to my guns and chose to wreck a classic. Mixing my favourite years of Moto Mag styling cues with a few period ring-ins and create my own dream build. Things were progressing swimmingly as I neared the end of this build. Less than three days out from the big day, I had one last Moto Mag tough to assemble. So on the Thursday after work, I prepped the trusty Milo tin, parts cleaning brush and Kero to clean the front hub internals. I'd stripped the front axle and bearing out a couple of weeks earlier during my lunch break and being my normal rush self, chose to tip all the messy into a Ziploc bag, toss it into my work ute, and then get on with pressure cleaning the rims. 
So I poured these front hub bits straight from the bag into the Caro and switched and jabbed at them with a parts brush. This brush was the tightly bound cylindrical type that kept its form well as I pushed decades of hardened grease away from the bearing cones and axle. With the scrubbing done, I separated the Caro and parts through an old kitchen strainer and I noticed I was one caged bearing short. So I did quick recce through the Ziploc bag and the Milo tin. Sadly, they were both bearing delete. Okay, knowing me, I probably left it in the front wheel and blasted it to oblivion with a pressure cleaner. Or maybe it just slipped out of my work ute as I madly flapped around in my usual rush. But the work ute was at work and I was at home, so it was on to plan B. I dug through my box of bike spares and found similar cage bearings, but nothing would do the trick. Shit! Moto mags are one of the rarest toughs out there and the likelihood of getting parts ASAFP to meet my Sunday deadline was unlikely. So I slept on it. Searched my work in on Friday to no avail. Shot to my local bike shop and sorted through their 40-year collection of random bearings. I found one. I jumped for joy. Raced home to reassemble the front mag and get this bike on the road. There was years of dirt, dust and well-aged protective coating on this new bearing. So I whipped it through the Milo Tin Caro and Parts Brush combo, swishing and jabbing with the brush to clean it to perfection. Then I sifted the contents of the Milo Tin through the strainer. What the actual fuck? There was no bearing in the strainer. Nada. Nothing. Zilch. I checked the floor in case I'd overshot the parts delivery and missed the strainer altogether. Nope. All clear. I was staring at the empty tin wondering if I discovered the Bermuda Triangle when my brain finally chirped second and I decided to check the brush. It made sense. There was only four other items involved in this whole shebang and both the strainer and tin were clear. Yep. Lo and behold, there was the new bearing lodged up and out of sight in the parts cleaning brush tangled in by a smattering of bristles threaded between ball bearings in their cage. I breathed a sigh of relief and peeled the bearing back in the hope of finally getting this front wheel reassembled when I noticed something else jammed in the brush's nether regions. Yep, you guessed it. It was my missing bearing from the day before. Ever the optimist, I clung to the bonus of having a spare bearing to dull the reality that I'd just wasted precious time and driven around like a wanker chasing a unicorn part that I didn't actually need. It kind of worked. But my biggest fear is that of the unknown, wondering what stupid adventure I will thrust upon myself or that will be thrust upon me in the no doubt near future. The end. See, there you go. You couldn't make up that shit if you tried. Anyway, join us next week for episode 30 of our regular Thong Slappers podcast show. And until then, take it easy and we'll catch you soon. Thong Slappers.